Hi, and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and awarded influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age, and of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm, creative lead here at Cure Media, and today I have one of the world's most loved beauty brands, NYX Professional Makeup, with me in the podcast studio. NYX is a global brand available both online and over at thousands of retailers. And today we will discuss why the beauty industry has to rethink their social media strategies to stay relevant, how beauty brands can keep up with the quick-moving TikTok trends, and how NYX adapts to the economic downturn. Directly from the City of the Sun, Los Angeles, I have Diana Valdez, Head of Consumer Engagement at NYX Professional Makeup with me in the studio. Hi, Diana, and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks. I am so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's so good to see you. So, Diana, before we jump into the questions, can you give us an introduction to your role at NYX? Of course. Uh, so I head up the consumer engagement team at NYX Professional Makeup, and my team is responsible for the U.S. activations for the brand that involves anything from social, influencer, experiential, and PR comms. That sounds like a such a fun job. It is. It is. <laughs> so... The past years, as many of us know, have been a roller coaster for most brands on social media. We have TikTok, we have Instagram changing their algorithms, scaling back on shopping features, and so on. What do you think has been the biggest change in the beauty industry over the past years on social media? I think we've been seeing a few different changes and Something that I've noticed over the few, last few years is really brands letting their guard down. And what what is really important, and what I mean by that is that brands are giving people a little sneak behind the curtain and leading with core values. And that's something that's really important to me and something that I've really built my career on. And also how we lead at NYX is really leading with our values and, and, and I say that, too, because that's an, an area that really starts to connect with people. And, and when we do that, we start to see more people caring about the brand. We're responsible for creating social entertainment and, com- and consumers want to be connected to you first. So I think that's one of the biggest shifts I've seen over the past few years. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, social entertainment, that's really interesting, a hot topic right now. Yes. <laughs> so what challenges and opportunities do you see with these changes? So I think the challenges that come with that, I also see in as opportunity. Uh, the fact of the matter is our audiences are very vocal and we like that about them. They really allow us and challenge us to do better, to show up in the way that we're talking about with the brand. So I think that can at times be intimidating, but if we just take a step back and pause and listen when our audiences 
are talking to us, then it, like I said, it's not no longer necessarily a challenge. Look at it as an opportunity to do better. Yeah. Often the, the, the great things are also very difficult. You can say that it's simple to just listen to your audience, but in real life, it isn't super easy. Um, so as you said, it's both a challenge, but also an opportunity. It is. So talking about TikTok, consumers on TikTok are deciding tomorrow's trends, the must-have products, and the tomorrow's looks, not brands at the same amount. So we've moved from brands setting the next big beauty trends to it being more of consumers, creators, influencers deciding what these trends are and what the tomorrow's products are. What's your thoughts on this? That's a great question. There's always going to be different platforms that arise, and we've seen the value of all of them in different ways. Um, but I think what stays constant and what you want is to stay loyal is your audience. And in order to really look at some of these trends you need to show up by knowing the brand and knowing your community. My way I say knowing your brand is really establishing how you want to show up. So that way, when you're seeing a trend go by, any social trend, they're all entertaining and we all want to, they're fun watching, but not, our, not all are necessarily right for a brand to step into. So When you take the time to really understand who you want to be talking to, then you start to find those trends that are more relevant and make sense for you to enter as a brand. So that's one way of looking at it. So how does NYX approach these quick trend shifts in order to stay relevant and jump on to the trends that are relevant for you as a brand? Again, it comes back to our community and and with our community from a product perspective, they're telling you what they like, it, you know, and they're telling you what what is working for them. They're telling you and asking questions so you could understand them better, not through just people, but also through your products. And I'll give an example with um, a recent product that the brand discontinued a couple of years ago. And because our community knows our formulations and knows what they like, they got really loud about it. And, and it took time, but we took a pause to be like, what, you know, what was it about this one product that they loved? And, and they told us, and, and not only that, but we brought it back this year, <laughs> Vivid Matte Liquid Liner. You'll you'll see it on our socials. You'll see it on our .com. But I think it was a really fun project to work on because our community has so much power. And when they told us that this product, what it meant to them and how good the formulation was, we needed to make sure to bring something back that, that, that one, we were proud of, and two, our audience was asking for. So it's not necessarily always creating, um, and it's, this isn't a part that you know my team is necessarily responsible for, but what we are responsible for is the social listening aspect of it. And, and then that can also guide improvements of, of programs, campaigns, and also products. 
Yeah, that's a great insight, as you said. Social listening and sharing these insights between teams, that's super valuable today. Because often maybe a brand team and a performance team and a, a content producer team are very distant from each other. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. It's, it's, it's working together that it makes, makes brands super powerful. You, you have to, it, um, together is better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Together is better. So as you at Nix have had a large success on social media with a big following and also lots of awarded products, you have managed to stay top of mind, of course. So as the head of consumer engagement, what are your advice on how to actually grow consumer engagement on social media? I would say there's a couple ways of looking at it. I think in the the past few minutes, we've talked a lot about our audience and, um, but how you build them, how you grow them, how you gain trust is really around how you're showing up as a brand and the values that you're putting forth and, and having an agreement internally in, in what that means. Um, because those values should be, instilled in any program that you do in order to continue to build that audience from us. So that, that is first and foremost. And, and from a social media side, I think it can be overwhelming for a lot of people, including myself, when you're seeing so many different platforms launch every month and so many different trends take off and, and, and so many different opinions and points of view in where you should and shouldn't be. And I think establishing that strategy and platforms that you want to be on and not just because someone else is on it is important. It's finding your own lane. Um, it's okay to prioritize some platforms over others. Um, you don't have to be on all hundred of them. <laughs> There is a lot, but, but, but stay curious is where I say, just because you're not in a platform doesn't mean it's forgotten. So I I think that, that growing the social media comes, but it comes with prioritizing where you want to show up. Yeah, that's a great advice. We know that 2023 will be a tough year for both consumers and brands considering inflation and consumers having less money in their wallet. How are you adapting your marketing communication strategy moving into the next year? And if so, how? Um, you're, I think that, that we have to continue to bring value to our consumers. And that is in a form of different ways, whether it's, entertainment, whether it's experiences, whether it's through content, I think that that's something that we can continue to do in the future, no matter how the world pivots. And that's something that is most important to us, again, is our community. Yeah. So care about your consumers next year as well. Yes. Don't stop. No. And talking about going into 2023, it's very close now. What will be 
if you would summarize your three best advice to marketers going into the next year, what would they be? Um, it's probably not anything new uh, that they haven't heard, but some things that I tend to remind myself is that to remember that it's okay to fail. Not everything will work, but it's what you do with those learnings that really makes a difference. I think that's really hard. You not we expect and put things together that that should be successful, but we we can also applaud and pat ourselves on the back for for putting a program that we learn from. Uh Second, I would say, I feel like your listeners are going to hate me because I just keep saying people in community first. It's it's true though. It's where it starts. It's where it's, it's, if you know how to move them, if you know how to care about what they care about and, you're, and you learn about that, don't forget about the community. It helps build us. It helps bring brand love. It helps um, us in every program that we put forth. So don't forget about the community would be second and something that we continuously think about. And one thing I always share with my team is social should be fun. Have fun. Try. Go for it and and try not to overthink it. I think that's great advice and you can't hear them enough if you already have heard them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and socials should be fun. That's why people care eventually and that's why they they stay and look and engage with your brand. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining the podcast and sharing your expertise. No, I really appreciate you having me on. It was good to see you, good to talk to you. Yeah, so much fun. If our listeners want to hear more from you and Nix, where can they find you? If you want to hear more from the brand, follow us if you aren't already, and you should be, at Nix Cosmetics. And if you want to talk to me, you can find me on LinkedIn and socials under Diana Valdez. Perfect. This brings us to the end of another episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influencer marketing content, and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media. Also, to not miss another episode of this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button.